from the gate, and I just prayed it that day. From the gate, these people asked us to put our boxes on oh, our man. heads. And my pink box was plastic. It was just too, too traumatic for me. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not cut out for this. You know, like, babe, what is this? <laughs> this is a 27 Productions original podcast. celebrations of the someone said uh, we've given you guys a raise <laughs> hey. i have to check with the producer anyways hey guys hey everyone my name is chidi and welcome to another episode of i2 sabi podcast yep welcome guys my name is sweet Okwe, and together we are the co-hosts of, of this amazing podcast I too sabi because we too sabi yeah, we too savvy. Um, today's today's episode, we're not doing it alone. We have a very special guest, so I'm just gonna let her introduce herself. Hey. Hi, that was interesting. Special. Mm. Are you not special? <laughs> mm, not exactly. I don't believe you. <laughs> I think you're special. I think she's special. I think she is. Yeah. She's cute though. Yeah, she is. I was asking her if she's funky. Funky <laughs> oh yeah, tell us your name. Yes. Yeah, yeah my name is Rafi Dakiwande, but most people actually know me best by Queen Rafi. Queen Rafi. Queen Rafi. Yes. That, but how did that queen come about? I used to work on radio and mm. I was at the radio station. Interestingly, everybody at the radio station at the time had a cool name. Yeah. And I wanted a cool name. Mm. And I asked the audience to call in and give me a cool name. And somebody said that every time I'm on radio, he always felt like he was, you know, listening to a royal voice. So he wow. wanted me to have a name Queen. And I just adopted it. And I said, using this is then, yes. You see? So can we call you Queen Rafi or just Rafi or Queen? Anything works. Queen Rafi, Rafi, all variations of the name Rafiat. Okay. <laughs> mm, nice. Don't forget, guys, if you want to send us questions, um, there is a form to fill um, in the bio. Yeah. Yep. Social around pages. <laughs> yeah. And I too, Sabi Podcast, Twitter, yeah. Instagram, just... Hit the link in the bio, send us your message, anonymous messages, no matter how ridiculous thing the topic is, mm-hmm. who are going to treat this because we're too savvy. Um, so we'll just go straight into the question of the day. Um, hi, sweet dog. Let them put my name first for once. Ladies first. What do you think that means? Put my name first for once. Hi, hi, Chidi. Hi, sweet dog. Wow. I just graduated from university and honestly, I'm already dreading going for NYSE because I feel like I can use this one year to do another, to do other things that I am interested in. I'm guessing you have both done your NYSE. Been there, done that. So my question for you guys is, do you think that NYSE is a waste of time and resources? Should I go for it? Mm. Hmm. This is a very interesting. Very interesting. You see, I like the very variety of questions we get on yep. this podcast. Yep. So it's not yep. just limited to you know relationship. We you talk know, about everything Lagos from men, the Lagos men, divorce, divorce, all that, all that. Talk about things like this. Love. Can't you talk reality ah, things? Talk about other things every time. You want so to this is a reality thing now. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Love it. So yes, this is a very interesting um, question. Yep. Uh, did you ever feel that way? Hmm. I so I 
I don't think NYS is a waste of time. Okay. I don't think it's a waste of resources. Yeah. At least when I served, I didn't yeah. think that. Um, I think the dynamics are different now. Times uh-huh. have changed. Uh-huh. Um, things have evolved. Things have changed. So I think there should be conversations about if it is still necessary, if the government needs to spend that amount of money doing it and all that. Um, but at, at my time then, it made sense. It made sense. Whether I enjoy it or not is a different conversation entirely. It made sense to serve. It made sense to serve the country. You know, after the um, the country has done as much as the country has done for you, even if it's arguable what the country has done for you. But after all that, it's like you know what? Let me just spend this one year serving, giving back to my country, and everything. So yeah, um, it's one of those things. Kareem Rafi, how about you? I'm one of the few people that actually um, always say I enjoyed my NYC. <laughs> Where did you serve? Yes, I, I served in Ocean State. I, okay, that's interesting. I looked forward to NYC and I absolutely enjoyed it. So from university, I had. I mean, looked forward I started to looking forward to NYC even before I went to secondary school. Oh wow! <laughs> did you have yes. aunties that served? Yes, or- yes. Okay. I had a, I had a very interesting auntie, and I remember um, she was being posted to um, Anambra State, I think, at the time, and mm. she was super excited. Yeah, uh, that's the first image of like NYC I ever remember. She was so excited. She studied in Anambra University, Kano, mm. so she was so excited about going to Anambra. This is a place that on a very good day she would not stand up and be traveling there. So yeah. she was so excited. Ah. So service and everything so that was the first image of nyc that i had and for me i was like wow i would like to do this so i asked mm. her what does this mean she's like oh it's just like one year where you go to in a different place save mm. there do whatever and everything i was like oh cool and then going on to secondary school i had nyc um teachers who really really shaped my life honestly mm. i had a fine arts teacher a lot of people, because it was finance or music, a lot of people actually dropped music just to do finance because he made the class very interesting. Mm. He would come in, he would give us stories. I remember there was even a day he, he brought his girlfriend to come and greet us. Like <laughs> He was such a fun teacher. Even the exam he gave us, a lot of people passed because mm. it was so easy. Like I really, really loved that influence that he had. That was in just two. Moving on to SS1, I had another um, um, NYC teacher who taught me economics and even gave me the book rich that poor that to read he was also the one person that um that really told me you know what i have listened to how you answer questions i see how you carry yourself i think going into the media is going to be good for you yeah. try and develop that part so those two influences in my life made me look at nyc as this one time where you know you first of all get free things from the government, which you never do if you're Nigerian. And then, and like what Chidi said earlier, you also get to impact, mm-hmm. you know, other people as well. So that was how I looked at NYC and I looked forward to it. I wanted to do NYC and I loved it. I did. Mm, interesting. Okay, so let's uh, circle back to the question now. Yeah. Um, um, the, the person asked yeah. if... The person is asking if it's, um, if it's a waste of, waste time. of time and... If they can use one, so maybe we should start with our guests. I don't think that um, NYC is a waste of time. I feel like NYC, honestly, is a gift to you as a Nigerian youth, especially if you don't have connections, Mm -hmm. if you don't have anybody, your uncle, your auntie somewhere, somewhere that can give you money into any job. I think it's a gift because when you're in school, right, you're so worried about passing all these exams, doing this, doing that. When you're doing NYC, nobody's asking you what next. So that's the one year that you get to figure out yourself. It's Mm. the one year that you get to discover aspects of yourself because I feel like the way that Nigerian educational system is set up and the way that we are as an average Nigerian remember we don't get connections Mm -hmm. moving directly from school into the workspace is going to be traumatic for you 
Mm. NYC for me, I think, is that one year where you have to just be on your own. Mm. Most times you're posted to places that you don't really have so much work that you're doing, to be honest. And you're getting this stipend coming in from the government. So you don't even have to worry about petty cash, right? And so you are so focused on wanting to explore parts of yourself. You want to discover aspects of yourself. You want to be able to know what you want to do. That's when you decide the certificate that I came out with. Do I want to use it to work? Or do I want to start looking for internship? Or do I want to do online? And that year, nobody is stressing you about what next. Because they just assume you are doing NYSC. Mm -hmm. So you don't have that external pressure coming in. So you're able to just focus on yourself and do that. And that's how I see NYSC. Once again, don't forget, I said, like as an average Nigerian. Mm -hmm. Because if you obviously maybe are a privileged person who has uncles that can fix you into one or see one or two places, you might look at it as, oh, why am I going to do this? But for me, that didn't have any connection, I didn't have anything. NYC was the year that I really used to develop myself on online skills. And that was the year I really decided, okay, let me try and focus on media and not really use what I came out of school with. Mm-hmm. You're able to even get into some other um, entrepreneurship skills. I know people who ended up using their NYC to learn how to sew, how to do makeup, how to... And you also are exposed to a wide amount of um, network because the people that you meet in NYC are kind of people that on a very regular day, if you stay where you are, you might not be able to meet those kind of people. The kind of people that I met in my NYC, I mean, I'm just bad at keeping up. If I kept up with them, maybe my life would not advance. (laughs) But the network you have um, like the, the garden of young people and the creative ideas that just fly out of them, you have no idea. Like before you can find yourself in that space again, when you get into regular hustle and bustle of life, maybe if you're going for a company retreat, that's if you even have a company that can take you to a retreat. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Mm, I couldn't agree Interesting. More yeah, or less. Yeah. I couldn't. I mean, you just, you, it's like you you said it all. Because I remember coming back home after NYC with my pink box, back to my father's house. And the first thing that came to my mind was, okay, what next? Mm. And I didn't have that question, what next? From uni into NYC. Mm-hmm. Because after uni, it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm going for NYC. Mm-hmm. They will post me to a school. Two o'clock, I'm done. I'm going back home. So NYC, I think it would... I, 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 I would not say it's a waste of time per, per se. I won't say. Especially if you don't really have what you're doing. Now, if you have a job or if you already got a job from school or maybe from uni, like she said, connection. Mm-hmm. After uni, your uncle has put you inside shell or or, or what's that? Um, mobile. Mobile, you know? And you're already earning... Three, say 300,000, and then NYC wants to pay you. How much are they paying us? 15K that time. And then you're just How looking like... It's actually 33,000 now. Right? Now. Okay, 33,000 now. Mm-hmm. Imagine you have somewhere that they're offering to pay you 400 per month, and then you're like... So for this is this is for those that, you know, don't really have anything doing yet. It's not a waste of time. Like she said, mm-hmm. the connection, the people you meet, the experiences. That was my first time of living alone. Mm. They posted me to um, Oyo State, Ibadan. So that was my first time of ever living alone. In the host, I'm in uni, I lived in the hostel, you know, with like six or eight other girls, other girls in the hostel. Mm. But during NYC, I lived alone in my little little apartment, pink curtains, pink bedsheets, pink carpets. <laughs> Pink or wet. <laughs> I'll enter my room and be like, oh, so cute. <laughs> so you would even have the time to figure out what you want to do, how you want to live your life. You know, things, you would know things about yourself more 
Yeah, self discovery. Self discovery. Thank you. So uh, I don't personally. I don't think it's a waste so, of so time. I I, I kind of agree with both points, but there's a there's a point where I um I hit a tangent. There's a point where I think differently. I think um valid points. Yeah. It's a it's a year for discovery. There's actually not mm-hmm. a lot of pressure. You mm-hmm. know, you get out of school. It's like a buffer period between you and the employment market yeah. and all that. Sometimes from NYC, you actually do get jobs because I know a lot of people who yeah. got jobs from their PPAs as so well. Yeah. Posted. They met some, some people didn't even work with the PPA. They met somebody there and then they got opportunities and everything. It's also a year, a, a, a period where you can actually start applying for jobs, doing interviews and everything. Yeah, I know I I did. I applied like to over like 50 places. Oh, when wow. I was, when I was serving and um, I only got one feedback and that really? feedback was... Two feedback actually. One was that sorry, we we're not interested. The second one was <laughs> we'll get the second back to one was they gave me like an interview and everything, and I flunked it. So um, yeah, it's it's a buffer period. But I think I think there's there's a point where we decide if we want to make it mandatory for everybody. I don't think it should be. Mm. I don't think it should be compulsory for everyone. I think the two weeks orientation. I think it's two weeks now. It's three, three weeks. Exactly three weeks. It's still oh, it's still three weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So uh, there was there was a period they stayed in for two weeks. Oh yeah. Yeah, there was a period. So I think maybe because of crowd or something. Yeah. And they'll divide. I think it was stream A, stream B. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, but um, let's say it's still three weeks. I think first it should not be three weeks anymore. It should be two weeks. Mm. Um, and I think people should go to the states. I mean, you can spread them out for balance and everything. Yeah. But there are states in Nigeria that are not safe. That's the honest. That's the honest truth. There are some places that are not safe. There are some journeys that are hard. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to send somebody from Lagos all the way to Sokoto for service, pay for their flights, mm. pay for their logistics, like their complete logistics. Even if yeah. it means that you charter a plane, it's not like you're giving them money and they're using it for something else. Yeah. You charter a plane and you move them from Lagos to where it is they are going to do it let it be the way you treat soldiers you know how you treat soldiers yeah. you can't you can't give a soldier transfer money and say good they, they go in like you know um, um with organized transport and everything i think i don't think it should be mandatory for everyone as well if anything is going to be mandatory let it be that two weeks okay then you can decide you don't want to do it again you're done with seven nigeria or whatever whatever so if you have an uncle who's going to put you in a company where they pay you 400k you're not toiling and exactly toiling i was gonna say 30, that 40k yeah months yeah so um yeah that's, that's I, th- I think i agree with yeah. it not being mandatory mm. i think i agree um because if i have a job now I, I, I... so um let's start with you rafi tell us about your nyc experience um where did you serve did you like it yeah what was your ppa all that just, just let us know cool um I, like i said earlier i served in oh I served in Ocean State. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, when I go Ocean State, even though I was excited to go to MSC, when I saw Ocean State, I wasn't excited. Honestly, I wasn't. Because <laughs> I was like, why? I was expecting, you know, Delta, for example. Just... You schooled in Lagos, yeah? No. I schooled Where? in um, Niger State. And oh, I am okay. actually Yoruba. I come from Ogun State. So okay. going to Oshun, and Oshun is also where my husband is from. I, I had just left in December, and I was mm-hmm. getting posted in April to Oshun. I was like, why? I don't I don't I want to go somewhere else, you know, somewhere I would not literally. But when I got to the Oshun camp, if you, if you, uh, anybody that is watching this, yes, Oshun camp is one of the cleanest camps that oh, you have. Oh, one wow. of the cleanest. Yes, I, I think the this. only camp that is cleanest that is like a bit better than Oshun camp is Ogun State. Wow. Yeah. Ocean Camp is, is one this of the, facts or what you think? This is fact. It's not what I think. Like people have hmm. said it over. Like it's a, it's a place fact. that is legit built for 
just NYC. So everything is on point. The yes. roads are tired. You know, the, um, the toilets are relatively clean and everything like that. So mm. when mm. I got to Ashwin Camp, the fact that it was a really nice place was, was good. Mm. So uh, we registered. Camp activities started. Honestly, I loved the early morning drills. It was always mm. funny because the manual mm. guys made it very exciting. You, you know, they would it. sing all those damn songs and stuff. The only thing I didn't like was match pass because my legs, they don't, they don't understand. <laughs> when you say left, right, my leg is doing right, left. <laughs> I didn't like the match pass, but the cultural dance, I participated in cultural dance. I did drama. There was the Miss NYSC in my in my camp as well. They had, um, what, what we also did, uh, what's this thing that they called? Uh, there was also a carnival day where we all yeah. got like face painted yeah. and all of that. So all of that, I really, really loved it. And then most importantly, like people that you meet in camp, I am somebody that really enjoys having conversations. Yeah. So I would just like go to mommy markets and just sit with people and I had conversations like the most random things I heard about, you know, learned about some things in Igbo land that I didn't know about. We heard, read, um, you know, some people tell you about what happens in Benue. Like it was just interesting. Like the conversations, I would be done having a conversation with somebody and I would just feel so happy because I know that I would never have been able to have that conversation if I wasn't in camp with them. And after camp, got posted to Ocean State College of Technology. Uh, it's a polytechnic. And um, I studied library and information technology. So I got posted to the library. I love that because it allowed me to really have hands-on experience on what it's like to be a librarian. Yeah. When you're in school, reading and le learning about catalogging, classification, all these things, you're just thinking to yourself, oh, God, let me just do this and pass. But when you now go into a real library and then you're giving books and you're classifying books and you're writing down books and you're, I mean, there are books in Ocean State Library that actually has my writing that I classified, that I cataloged and I put on the shelves. So like, oh, that wow. makes me excited. That's, that's for wow. Exactly. Yeah. Knowing that years from now, somebody's going to pick a book and that is my handwriting. Mm -hmm. I classify that book i can't look i put it on the shelf and then sometimes the polytechnic students will come in and the people at the um, library were really really nice towards the coppers they all, all gave us like hands-on experience so sometimes they do something called um, library orientation for new students they allowed us handle that so you, yeah. you introduce them to the library you sign up their library cards for them and my place of work has actually had free wi-fi unlimited wi-fi oh, wow <laughs> so i was like yes i i i, I was just every time i come in i just set my laptop, download the movie I want to download, you know, and then face work. And I know that by two, I'm, I'm, I'm out of there. So, um, yeah. But it was a bit boring because I was posted to a, a South Case, a typical village. It's, oh, a, typi it's a typical village. Like free Wi-Fi? Yes. Yeah. It's I'm a typical, so It's yeah. a typical <laughs> village. Like, when you're talking about a village, village, it is a village. And they had cheap food around those places. And they had some really, really beautiful see, um uh, views as well. Like, if you stand from where I was, the Coppers Lodge where I was, yeah. you could see like really beautiful views and everything and that, that made it very interesting mm. like i said earlier and talking about also discovering myself was even one thing i also loved about nyc was that it allowed me to expose my it allowed me to discover that there were parts of myself that i had did, i didn't know about i was just jones yeah. like i mean i was 25 going on 26 when i went for service and i assumed rap because i've always felt like i'm older than my age so i thought i'm, I'm smart now but <laughs> I realized I didn't know how to handle male attention oh. until I got to NYC camp. Because, I mean, growing up, yeah, people tell you, yeah, fine. You say, yes, it's true. School, you focus on your books. But when I went to camp, everybody like, God, you're so beautiful. You're so like, and I'm like, uh, no. Uh, that's not. But then there was a point where it now got into my head. And I was 
acting in not the right way. And I had to really calm down and really dig deep into myself mm. and actually find some esteem for myself and realize that the, because you're getting all of this attention doesn't mean that you have to let it get into your head. Doesn't mm. mean that you have to act in this manner. So that was something that I really, really learned in camp. And that was also and uh, in in, in in camp slash NYSC period. Yeah. Another thing I also learned during my NYSC was what I really wanted to focus on. That was when I really, really got grounded in like the media space, mm. like online courses. I went to school in the North and, you know, some of those online courses things are not things that you easily will hear about. But people mm. in the in the, in the the camp, like I had a lot, people, yeah, yeah. a lot of people yeah. from different universities were just talking about it and I'm like, wow, mm. I didn't know about this. So that was when I started to go online, do free courses, sign up for all of those. And those really, really helped helped me because I mean I started my own podcast editing everything learned online all true by myself and you know that has allowed me to kind of do the job that I do now mm. so for me NYC was such a pivotal moment and I loved my khaki I, I have over 300 pictures in that thing I loved it I loved how it looked on me I loved how beautiful it looked I have pictures for days and CDS was one thing that I really really loved as well so I mean I think I'll just stop here wow I, I don't think I've, I've I've never heard anybody speak so enthusiastically and so so fervently and passionately about NYC can you relate I mean I can but not not to this level. <laughs> Not to this level. I mean, I have my own stories. I have my experiences. I served in Osh... <laughs> See? Osh... <Sorry, what>? <laughs> <laughs> I actually served in Oyo. And I won't lie. I tried to work it to Lagos. I don't even know what I was thinking. Mm. Primary school was in Yaba. Secondary school, Yaba. University, Akoka, Yaba. NYC. I don't want Lagos again. So it was my best friend and God said, oh, I don't know what you people are doing. You know? First flung her to Calabar. Then flung me to Oyo Ibadan. So I served in the same camp. I'm sorry, I can't relate to that. Oh, my camp was the most beautiful. <laughs> From the gate, and I just braided that day. From the gate, these people asked us to put our boxes on our heads. And my pink box was plastic. I was so traumatized. I was like, how? You had what? a pink box. Though. Yes, I had a pink box. <laughs> yes, I had a pink box. So I just put it on my head. And that was my first traumatic experience. I'm like, what is this? With my new braids, tight braids. I don't know. They now told us to line up from the gate with our pink boxes. I start singing. Uh, wait, ah, I, can't, I can't remember the song, but it was just so too traumatic for me. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not, I'm not cut out for this. You know, like, babe, what is this? <laughs> what is this? So we carried the box and, you know, went to register all of that. First thing I noticed was the toilet was in no good area. Mm. I never even, I never entered the toilet. Mm. I mean, this is probably not, you know, but we, some of us had to use potty. <laughs> A grown woman. Bruh. Now, we will shower outside. There was like a big, ah, what's this thing called? It was like a community. It was an elevated, cemented place where girls just come out. Yeah. So like taps all around, taps all around. Yeah. So I was taking my shower. No, it wasn't. Okay. So 2 a.m., yeah? No, 5. Oh, no. The beagle goes up at 5 a.m. Is it 5? Yeah. 5, so, like, 3.30, yeah. 3.30, 4 a.m. It was still... Yeah. But there's light everywhere, so I don't know what you want to hide. <laughs> Unless you don't want to shower to go and <laughs> to go to the field. So, I was there in my little corner with my pink bucket, taking my shower. And one babe, 
was beside me taking a dump. What the fuck, bro? In a nylon, black nylon. You know all this pop-off nylon? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the worst part. For me to remember God. this image, it is etched in my head. <laughs> That's not the best part. So, oh, of God. course, she, want, she wanted to shut put. The fence was high when oh, my we're, God. we were in front of the fence. Barbed wire. Oh, Jesus Christ. I was there taking my shower. Oh, Lord. Thanking God for a beautiful, oh, for God. A beautiful day. A beautiful new day in the same camp. And then this girl finishes. She ties. Thankfully, it was not even stinking because I was like, I was already irritated. Like, what the fuck is this shit? No, I'm, I'm not even going to focus on this babe right now. Let me just bath and go and wear my white and white. And then this girl tries to fling it over the fence. Oh, no. Guess what? The nylon, the barbed wire <laughs> hooks the nylon. Oh, no. And this shit drops on her. Oh, no. And I just carried my bucket. JJ. <laughs> JJ. See, no, evil here, no, evil. I'm not going to see shit this oh, early morning. No, it's not me. It's not me. What the fuck? I mean, there was water, so she just tried to what? clean the mess away. This is the, this is and when then you're I paid for your consequences of your action. And then literally. I'm like, what is it? Like, why are we being subjected to this hardship? Bro. Is NYC really worth it? Is it? <laughs> and then during the match pass, like you said, you hated it. Well, that was my first experience. That was my the very first time my nose would burn. I'd never experienced anything like that. The only time I experienced it again was when I went to Dubai. I met my friend went for tour. My forehead burnt. But before then, my nose burnt. Do you know what it, it means really for burnt. your... It burnt. Like, it burnt and it was peeling. I'm not even joking. Oh and then when I'm washing, when I'm cleansing, my nose would be stinging. I'm like, why my nose, they paper me like this? Yeah, okay, it don't peel. What happened? <laughs> it don't peel. It burnt. It legit, because we're under the, that hat, that cap. We're dedication. And next Nigeria, Nigeria, we stand on. What's the anthem? So, I mean, for cap, my experience was, so great. Maybe out of 21 days, I only enjoyed 10 days. Oh, yeah? And then, I, I let me just wrap up with this one. The, maybe the icing on the cake. I contested for Miss Fanta. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I won. My platoon leader was, uh-huh. okay, you are a queen. Okay, you are queen. a princess. I see that you have the, you, the way you walk when you go to mommy market with your squad. I'm like, ah, okay. what happened? Squadron leader. <laughs> he <What> was right. <laughs> <laughs> so, that day, they flew, they actually flew in my costume. They spent money. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they flew in my costume from, mm-hmm. from one place like that. The girl, the girl that brought, brought in the costume, she was, she was a model. So she had this, this, um, is it Edo costume? It was very regal. They did my makeup with Nokia touch light. Mm. Like it was just, I'm like, I don't want to do this. Still the last me, I'm like, I don't want to do this. Platoon leader was like, okay, you are the one. You had one that would do it. And you win. Let's bet it. You win. Okay, now. Contestant number, I was in two platoon. Yeah, I was in platoon two. Contestant number two, what's your name? Okay, okay, okay. Um, this lecture we had on Said about so, so, and so. Can you remember the topic? Thank you very much for that question. Um, unfortunately, I don't remember. Oh, no, no, she don't know. She don't know. She don't know the class. She don't know. I mean, I was probably sleeping during the... The class, the, the lectures, the lectures. Yeah. Who stays awake during the lecture? When I'm here thinking about my Lagos. <laughs> <laughs> At the end, I shall won. They say, "Oh, and the cont- and the winner is contestant number." Is a lie. She don't ask her question. She don't do this. <laughs> but he said no. The, the work that actually went into, you know, 
my costume, yeah. my dance. I, I did everything but answer the question correctly. Mm-hmm. And I won. I came back home with a, I think, a mini fridge or something. I can't find my Mr. Cook now, but yeah, I think that was the item on the key. I came back home, like, I told my, ah, I want pageant to know why it's I did something, no. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, that's my experience. Where was the PPA when you Um, A school, Bodija Primary mm-hmm. School. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they moved me from senior school. I was supposed to be in senior school. I was a bit smaller. Mm-hmm. I was tiny. So the boys there were already, you know, sending me letters and all of that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, mm-hmm. no, you know what? Yeah, they feel like you are probably their age mate. So let's oh, take yeah, you to junior yeah. school. So yeah. they took me to just one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was teaching little children. Yeah, those can't. <laughs> they can't. Because those SS3 boys, after school, they would take up their uniforms, mm-hmm. change into... Mufti. Yeah. Some of them do, um, some of them sell meat, some oh, of yeah. them ride bikes. So oh, that's yeah. their job. Some oh, of yeah. them ride Korokwe. Mm. Yeah. So that's the person you want me to teach. Teach what? <laughs> <laughs> what really can they understand? <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. I mean, it, it sounds like you guys, even though her experience is still like yeah. the best I've ever I'm telling you. NYSC, <laughs> you still did have fun in NYSC. I, my, mine, was, mine was miserable. Eh? For the most part, mine was miserable. Like I felt so out of twenty-one days, how many days in camp? Days, I think probably four days that I enjoyed, oh. and I enjoyed those four days because I I immersed myself. Like I eventually decided, you know what, you're here. What the oh. hell? Just go ahead and do it. First, they posted me to Kogi State. Now, yeah, I scored in Portakot. Yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't try to run it or anything. Oh. So when they posted me to Kogi State, I I remember I clearly remember that it, it was like a, they didn't used to do it online. Then you still had to go to school and look at the board. The and board everything. Is, so there was yeah. like, there was like a ton of people that they saw. So I struggled and I pushed and I shoved and I saw my name and I saw Kogi State. Yeah. It's just like coming down from my eyes. God, I left this thing in your hands <laughs> to post me to a good place. Maybe Abuja. I even Lagos. I put those places as my choices. How are you sending me to cook? Like I was so mad and everything. But um eventually I had to go. Of course, I had to go to camp. And, um because... How did you go if I might ask? Oh, if I, I may boss, ask. Boss, of course. Oh, from boss. where? Portacot. From Portacot, yes. How many hours? I don't remember, but it was like a day journey basically. <laughs> So it's not like it's a day journey, but you know how these long, long journeys are like, people yeah. like eight hours. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. okay. So if you calculate everything, probably yeah. 12 hours or so. Mm. It's not supposed to be that long. Yeah. If I was driving, I'd do it faster. Um, but yeah, got to camp and I felt like I was older than every other person there, even though they are, of course, oldies, like old people who are there. But I felt I was turning 25 in a few days. Yeah. In camp already. I was broke as fuck. This is not how, this is not the vision I had for my life. Like, at all. Like, I thought by this time I'd be married or something and everything. So I felt very, I had like maybe self esteem issues. Out of place. I didn't have money. You know how, you know how some people will tell you that they don't eat mommy. They don't eat camp food. Yeah. That, we're here. You have your card, yeah? Yeah. You don't, did you eat mommy food? Did you eat camp food? Not really. Did you eat camp food? No. Did you eat camp food? But that's good. <laughs> we're, there, we're there for 21 days. We're there for 21 days, yeah? Three meals a day, right? Yeah. I probably did not take maybe like four times. Did you eat camp food every day? Is. Yes, that's what I did. Did I have money? I didn't have money. <laughs> like, I didn't have money. I celebrated I celebrated 25, broke and sad. And it was like the worst birthday ever. Oh, I mean, I didn't even do birthdays or anything, but that one was like the worst birthday ever. Um, I shut myself off from people. I had a, a cosmate who was in camp as well. Okay. Yeah. 
we're not really close in school yeah. but we came close after camp because we basically served in the same place so yeah. mm-hmm. I mean we didn't have a choice or anything so it was like one who every now and then he would just you know reach out and you know try to sing yeah. and everything and, but I was a loner I was a complete loner in camp um, at the at the parade ground at some point because I was such a loner and everything I didn't have a lot of you know friends and everything but then I used to do the marching very well yeah. like I learned and I did the marching very well and the soldier spotted me and made me like the entire camp RSM oh. like I was the one who was <laughs> Screaming at him at the end. And Preparation! That, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and because of that, at some point, my platoon now said, um, they started involving me in stuff. And okay. then I wanted to do the music competition and everything. I suggested songs and they had to, they made me lead the song. The funny thing is, I led the song and <laughs> they all performed the song. They started with a high key. Not the key I suggested. So I was, at some point, I was very, very stuck. Eventually, my platoon came like second. Um, yeah, and it was really, really. That was the last few days where I. Kind yeah. Of, uh, well, during just time to leave, like there was no looking back. There was no. Ah, I'm going to miss this place. I didn't form. See. I didn't form any friendship. I remember till today. Oh, did you have I friends I from camp? I mean, I I had. I mean, one of them has ghosted me, rightfully so. Oh. But I I did it's have. Rightfully I, so. Yeah, rightfully <laughs> so. It's a long story. Let's not go there. Um, <laughs> I I did have friends. The girls in my in my camp. In fact, we had a room party. Oh, wow. After, oh, wow. Yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> we had a room after party. Nah. The girls there were really nice. They were you went really... to camp the way camp should be going. <laughs> I'm telling you. The yeah. girls there were really nice. We had a party and everything. Mm. I mean, I'm very bad at keeping up. And, and I think that's the only reason. I, but there's just one person that I keep up with. Her name is Anu. She's here in Lagos as well. Mm. But, and, and yeah, they were really friendly people. We had a lot of fun together. We used to just gather and just tell stories. Mm. The girls there, we had, like, everybody had their own different unique personalities. And yeah. they were not afraid to share, share that. Like, yeah. and we're like about 20 girls or so and it was so much fun because if one person woke up earlier than the rest they would pack all the buckets and go and fetch and oh, wow. that, like it was so uh, much uh, I, I stayed in block D it was so much fun to have there and uh, sorry I, I actually have another friend that's another lady I also was friends with she's Muslim mm-hmm. and that was another person she was very unique because she um, she's a Chinese interpreter now she studied oh, wow. Chinese yes wow, Chinese so that language. made her yes Chinese, so that made her very very interesting to talk to as well mm-hmm. so yeah those are two friends that I really kept up with and um, it was nice to meet those kind of people because I mean when she said she read Chinese it's like <laughs> from where to who where? reads Chinese Mandarin. do you know like there was, just, there was just that and, and mean there was that as well Trump. and it was, it was it was fun to be there um, <laughs> with those kind of friends those are the kind of friends that I have uh, I, I, like I said only two of them I keep up with one three people it would have been three people mm. one person ghosted me like I said rightfully so and the other girls I didn't keep up with them but those two friends I still talk to them to today on WhatsApp they yeah. still say hello every day yeah. I wish you know the reason why I still have ready. friends from NYC as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. good friends, you guys. Good friends, yes. From I still camp. spoke to one like two days ago, from yes. From, from camp. camp, yes. Interesting, from camp, actually. Not a single, as, aside Facebook, yeah, where I have like a couple of them. Not yeah. a, I can't say there's a, this okay, person is my NYC friend. I, I saw again, we were actually cool after camp and everything. Um, he lives somewhere around my area. Oh, so, like, friends, yeah, like, friends, 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 alpha, alpha. Or just see every now and then. Yeah, that's just that, like the only two people I don't remember. And some people get married from some camp people or... get babes. Every day. I didn't talk to any hey. single babe. You don't understand how bad it was. <laughs> I didn't talk to any single babe. And babes did try, did try to, to talk. To yeah, me. I, I was not feeling myself or anything at all. Before we continue, let's even talk a bit about mm. the history of and the background of NYC. Yeah. Some knowledge sharing. Um, NYC stands for if you don't know. And this is for our abroad, you know, listeners. NYC stands for National Youth Service Corps. 
Is it cops or core? Core, please. Not cops. We are not cops. Okay. <laughs> NYC stands for National Youth Service Corps, and it was established in 73 by General Yakubu Gowon. The main reason for its creation was to promote national unity after the civil war. The government felt it would help bring people from different tribes together to promote peace, which is basically why people are posted to different states. It was also created for people to be able to live and work in any part of Nigeria, which ties into providing better job opportunities for the Nigerian youth. Now, based on these reasons, yeah. Yeah, do you think that NYC has achieved its purpose? Right. As much as I enjoyed my NYC experience, right, I would say that the purpose of NYC right now, right, because yeah. I can only speak for right now. Yeah. When I speak to my aunties and all of that, they tell you, yes, it did help me understand better in terms of unity, right? Mm. Like my, my auntie still has people friends who came all the way from Anambra to Yobe State, Unguru for her wedding. Mm. Wow. I don't know how, I don't know what kind of unity goes beyond that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you should, she would tell you that, but in this now, I, I don't think it's doing what's supposed to be doing now because of how it's been handled. Mm. Because for me, and I think um, this is where I sort of agree with the people who have a conversation on whether it should be mandatory or not. I think now people are, there's so much that has happened now, right? That using NYSC is not going to be the way we achieve the unity that we're looking for. So many things has happened now that the way to achieve unity is way beyond just sending people to NYSC. To be together. Yeah. There's a lot more deeper issues that need to be addressed in Nigeria Mm -hmm. to get to that unity that we want. Mm -hmm. And NYSC is no longer the buffer right now. Mm. So in terms of unity, I don't think it's helping. In terms of the job opportunity, I actually agree with that. Because like I said earlier, NYSC is a place that you can use in discovering yourself. Mm -hmm. Some people are lucky enough to get skills from their PPA or discover other skills about themselves off of their PPA and they go off of that. They even introduced the whole Said program, which is the entrepreneurship aspect of it. And if you really want to pick up on any kind of skill, that can actually help you pick up on skills, right? right? And apart from that as well, some people still get lucky to get retained in their place of in their place of work mm. you know so yeah that and, and if you and now that we are even like in a um what, what's the what i call it now where we have opportunities like internet and everything mm-hmm. you can actually even be working and still be doing your nyc and still be developing yourself mm-hmm. like the online courses and stuff that i did so i think in terms of that level and this applies to like the average youth once again because as an average youth with no connections nyc does help you prepare yourself for that time yep. like chidi was talking about applying for jobs it allows you to yeah, apply yeah. within that period you're able to you know, figure out what you want to do on your CV, what you don't mm-hmm. want to do. Yeah. Your, that year, because that year is a nobody is stressing you, mm-hmm. so your your head is clear. Mm-hmm. So yes, in, the, in that aspect, I think that it has worked, and I think that the the, the unity aspect can also be achieved, but. There, there needs to be a different route to how it is being approached, and most importantly. You want these people to also come and give their like education, like what um, uh, Okpe was able to do, teach younger children, right? Yeah. Impre- like, and I talked about my own NYC teachers who also yeah. taught me. Yeah. But if you're sending people who don't even want to be there in the first place, mm. that cannot happen. Yeah, because you're frustrating your effort and the other person's. Yeah. So you're wasting resources, you're wasting your time, and you're yeah. wasting and you're and, and what you're trying to do is not being achieved. Instead, make it optional. Exactly. So that if you're signing up, and believe me, people think that if they, I think some people in the government think if they make an option, people will not go. It's a lie. It's, people will go. The camp will still be full. People exactly. Will go. People will, will go. Still, and what you will mm. now have is people who are 
a lot more open-minded. Yeah, exactly. A I'm lot more. Willing. Because now, yes, willing because now you're the one signing up. Mm-hmm. It's like how they tell soldiers, now mm-hmm. you sign up. You're yeah. the one signing up. So you have, I'm not saying everybody will be open-minded, but at least you have a greater number of people who yep. are open-minded. Yeah, exactly. And then the, what you want to achieve would be a lot more visible. Yeah. So you have people who are open to receiving other people's culture. Mm-hmm. You have more people who are willing to transfer their knowledge to other people. Yeah. You have more a, a lot more people who are willing to use this as, when you post them to a certain PPA, they are willing to put in their work because they are hoping, okay, I can get some skills off here, From I can this. take away, yeah. or at least if I do it well, you can retain me. Mm. You know, like you have a lot more people that, that, that are open. And the amount of resources that we'll be spending doing khaki, doing whatever, it's going <laughs> to go into something else something for else. people that don't want to sign up. So mm-hmm. that's how I see it. Yeah. yeah. I completely agree with that. Nothing yeah. to add, nothing to, <laughs> nothing to subtract. <laughs> So so yes, I, I also I also agree. I also agree that um, when it was set up, when, I mean we are at the 1973, 1973. Of course, we are just come out from a bloody civil war yeah. and everything. We're trying to foster the the country was trying to foster unity. Yeah, was trying yeah. to see how we can reintegrate people from different you know parts mm-hmm. of the country back to you know Easterners who go to the north, the south, Northerners who come to the east, and understand that people here are not. I mean, they are same people as you, just a different yeah. culture, a different religion and all that. And I think for the most part, it did. Even when I did the service, till today, I still speak some, a bit of Igala. Oh, yeah? I see an Igala person today, and I'm like, bruh, I served in Kogi still to her. Ah. I'm you, you know, all <laughs> You know, and, and then I, I speak, I, we, we communicate, and there's like yeah. this, it's like we're brothers, kind yeah, of. Yeah, because one. I spent one year in your locality. Yeah. I spent one year in your local government. I spent one year in your state, and I kind of feel feel affiliated with them, sort yeah. of. Um, NYC helps you be a more rounded Nigerian. Mm-hmm. Like you said, secondary school Lagos, university Lagos, Primary school Lagos. Are you going to live all your? You're living yeah. and working in Lagos. Yeah. So if you had probably gone to the east, that would yeah. have been your first experience. First time. The, there's a difference between visiting a place and, and living in there. Yeah, yeah. There's a big difference. And trust between, me, one year is a, a long change. time. Like one year would change. Uh-huh. I mean, it's not N- one month though. NYSE mm. was NYSE was a period when I got exposed to actual politics because at some point I became the CLO. Yeah, the copper's liaison officer. I don't know if they still do that now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. My local government, and I had to work, you know, in the local yeah. government office. So you saw I, how things were done. Yes, yeah, so I saw the civil service. Like I saw how civil service works. I, I, I sat down with the local government chairman. You know, sometimes. Yeah. I think at the point the governor visited and I was there. You know, mm-hmm. so I got to see some behind the scenes type yeah. of politics and everything, and I got to understand Nigeria a bit better. I got to understand the motivations of voters from that part of the country and everything, which is why sometimes I tell people social media is not everything. You know, sometimes yeah. you have to actually go and yeah. see for yourself. I was one of the people who distributed PVCs, so I know when I'm at the PVC collection center and the person who's doing it is acting about, I'm like, bro, I've done this thing before. Yeah. I also got lucky yeah. to do collection as doing. well. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. sometimes they listen, sometimes they don't because they feel like they're the ones. But bro, I've done this thing before. I've trained the people who have done this thing before. So mm. I know what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. You're not doing it right. Mm. But I talk to them calmly. And so NYC does help. But when you factor in the safety, when you factor in the fact that compulsion might not help, a lot of people are upskilling while they're in school. And they have to do it today because jobs are not available when they come out anyways. Yeah, so absolutely. NYC is like a waste of time for them. So for people like that, make it voluntary. Mm-hmm. Or for the rest, and I pro- like you said, I promise you, people would apply. People will sign up. People will sign up. Mm-hmm. Just make it a bit juicier. To be a teacher, for example. 
I mean, if you're reducing you know, the number of people who, mm-hmm. who, if you make it optional and you're mm-hmm. reducing the number, it means there's more budget. There's demand. Yeah. For example, maybe demand. you can increase the, the uh, allowance you know? you're paying, yeah. you know, and yeah. then you can even maybe find um, accommodation for them, for example. Yeah. Make it a lot, people will sign up people and you will, will get up, a yeah. lot more, pro, like, it will be a lot more productive. Yeah. And I agree with you in the politics aspect because I also got to do elections. I was lucky enough to do elections actually twice oh, wow. because yeah. I, w- I was, I served in Oshana 2018. So they okay. did the 20 okay. election governorship election. Yeah. And in 2019, we did the presidential. presidential. It exposes yeah. you to a side of Nigeria that... Not a lot of people have seen. Yeah, I think I'll just leave it there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, you, 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 say, you say a lot about how much you enjoyed NYSC and everything. Congratulations to you. But what is the worst part of NYSC for you? What did you hate the most? Wow. I think I hated the bottom... Yes. The, bored? Yes, I was I was bored. When I got to my PPA, I was definitely bored. Oh, wow. I, I hated the boredom because I mean, um, like I said, my work was nine to two. And after nine to two, all you have to do is go back to your copper's lodge. Mm-hmm. Right. So I hated the boredom. And then number two, I, I <laughs> and I know something from my family want to come for me for this. I hated people who complained about everything every single time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I get it. You are already here. Is terrible. It's everything. <laughs> Can you just shut up? I hated problem. people who complained about every single aspect. Like, we already know how stressful or whatever it is. Yeah. And I think those people made it difficult to make an impact when you wanted to. Yeah. Like, for example, for the CDS. So I really did not like that. Because I just feel like, as a person for me, if you're already here and you don't have an option other than to be here... Why don't you just make it productive? Yeah, make the best mm. out of it. Jonas, so those people who were, you'll be at CDS, you're trying to do something for the community and they are just not cooperating with you. <laughs> and it's not because they don't have the ability to cooperate, it's because they just feel they need to complain and whine. And like, guy, we know. This yeah. thing is not the best of options. We know. There's no need to complain. That also frustrated me. And then, I, I, I didn't like that, um, like what something like Okwe spoke about. She actually reminded me of that. I mean, I didn't do it, but that whole initial process of wanting to make the, the youth coppers suffer is it's, it's unnecessary. Very unnecessary. It's absolutely unnecessary. I, I didn't do that. I mean, in my, in my, when I got yeah. there, I didn't have to carry my box on my head, but I did see a couple of people do that after the day that I went there. Some people that came later than I did. It doesn't make sense. Mm. It just looks like you want to make their lives hard from beginning. You are not here to play. You are not here to enjoy yourself. <laughs> exactly. Stop exactly. That, that, that whole first whatever is, is absolutely yeah. unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why you have to make people pass through that. Like, I don't know why in Nigeria we glorify suffering like yeah, this, the whole yeah, yeah. I didn't like that. Another thing that I also didn't like is um, how uh, a, a lot of people... Um, what's the word I'm looking for now? Uh... So, you know how you have to queue up and collect all those money? In yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 2022. You can make people, you make people have, it. you make us open a brand new account in mm-hmm. camp. We don't have to be queuing for 2020 and something there. Cash. You can send that money yeah. into people's account. account. Yeah. You can make the process, you can send that money into people's account. People don't have to be stressful about all those queues that you have to do. And then all those lectures and lectures and lectures that we have, honestly, you can package inside pamphlets, share, and people <laughs> will read it. And you will cut back on a lot of time that people spend in camp. I agree with the two weeks that you said, because most times, one whole week is just lecture. Yes, now. Yeah. Put it in a pamphlet, lecture. and people would actually do that, read that stuff, mm-hmm. as opposed to the time that you just come and talk and talk and talk. It's not productive. Instead of I that, add that lecture. thing. 
that's add that thing. I actually remember a couple of lectures, patent. but add that thing hmm. to to the side program. Mm-hmm. Those lectures were were sometimes absolutely boring, and I slept through some of them. It was only one or two that were actually productive for me that I listened to. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I think those are some of the things that I absolutely didn't enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't enjoy the city. To be honest, I don't oh, know. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Was I, it all your town or Ibadan? Ibadan. For real? Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe it was too fast-paced. But, I mean, I grew up in Lagos. Yeah, I should, I should yeah. expect, but... Oh, yeah, Ibadan zone. Ah, it's on steroids. Micra. <laughs> bro, bro. The micras. Those things frustrate the hell out of me. Oh, my That's goodness. So, yes, I didn't enjoy that. I didn't enjoy the queues as well. Yeah. Um, maybe for registration or for... Ah, well, there's something Studios. we do at the end of the month. Um, uh, clearance. Yeah. I didn't enjoy the clearance. I didn't. Nah, all of that. Don't yeah. stress me, please. Yeah. So, yeah. I think. I think for me, the the worst part of NYSC for me is the camp experience. Yeah. And right. when I say camp experience, I mean the the logistics, the how soldiers treat people. I don't. Yeah. I never like the military approach to things in Nigeria. It's 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 always it's always hit me wrongly. Like why we're in democracy? Why are soldiers? So I mean, I'm not even supposed to see soldiers in the first place. Why are they? Why why are they, why do they have access to manhandle and mistreat me and everything? And then for any small thing, they've given you corporal punishment. I'm telling you, grown men, yes, mod, you know stuff like that. You can't have a certain certain type of beard and all that. And then the toilets are shitty, the bathrooms are shitty. You have to shower. If you're going to have an NYSC camp, for God's sakes, invest in invest in hygiene. Invest in making sure that people actually live in comfortable places. I mean, it's not a five-star hotel. Yeah. Nobody's expecting a five-star hotel. But make sure that at least they have basic, basic shelter that is good. Make sure that maybe if, if people water like is it, running. Water is running. Every block has bathrooms that accommodate the number of people in that block and not anything else. And not not a, a, a little lower than that and everything. So yeah, standard of NYC camps should definitely be improved. Any state that doesn't want to improve their NYC um camp experience should would be shut down or whatever it is. And those are my worst parts about NYC. Yeah. Last question. Has NYC become more dangerous? I mean, these days you hear about people getting kidnapped. Of yeah. course. People getting kidnapped on their yeah. way to camp, yeah. accidents, um, all that. Do you think NYC has become dangerous? How yes. how do you feel about this this reason? I mean, yes, ob- I mean, you've you've given the reasons already. You know, some people traveling to places they've never been to. Mm settling places they have probably never even dreamt of settling in before you don't know the people there you don't know what the community is like now even getting there you don't know what we see the people don't just enter road anyhow now in the nigeria that we're in yeah i'm telling you one of my friend's sister is serving in ah where is that place somewhere in the north since she went to camp and came back and went back, you know, like after camp. She has not come back because mm. the mom is like, you can't enter road. <laughs> Just stay there. When you finish, now come back once and for all. So you know that you are not going back there again. Mm. That's not how it should be. I should be able to, you know, safely travel to my destination. Yep. And safely return. And safely return yeah. anytime I want. Yeah. So, what do you think? I mean, the whole of Nigeria has become more dangerous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think that True. obviously has also trickled down to NYC. And, and most importantly, I think that 
Nigeria is in such a volatile position right now that you get to a place that you don't know, you say the wrong thing, and I'm not even sure anybody is willing to give you that education. Mm. As opposed to before where people are willing to, you know, open-mindedly tell you, oh, you don't you don't say stuff mm-hmm. like that, you don't. So yes, yes. In, ready to cancel you. Yeah, do you understand? They, they are ready yeah. to quickly just say. So I think because of how volatile Nigeria is right now and how some places have become unsafe, yes, NYC to some certain parts of Nigeria is obviously not the safest. Right? right, and I know they say they've tried to figure that out by saying you can choose where you want to go. By the end of the day, you have four options, and they still post you to one of those four options. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it could still be a safe op- on, on safe option. So yeah, if you and this and and they'll tell you like what you were talking about, create a easier mode of transportation and everything mm-hmm. security mm-hmm. because they tell you in camp every copper is insured for one million naira. Right, <laughs> one million naira is not enough for somebody's life for a whole year in a place they don't know anything about, you know? So, but if you reduce it and you have more resources, you can protect these people better. Mm -hmm. So yes, it has definitely become unsafe to some certain parts in Nigeria. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to be sent to those places, I think it's just fair that the government either gives you the opportunity to, um, the option of not being sent there or at least do the barest minimum of making sure that those coppers are well taken care of and that the security is your topmost responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Completely agree. Like, completely agree. Um, Nigeria is in a bad place. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they're going to continue with the program, of course, they're going to continue with the program. I mean, people <laughs> have even gone to town. <laughs> but I think they should make sure that, you know, um, as, as much as possible, people are safe. Yeah. People are safe. Your one millionaire cannot do anything mm-hmm. for anybody, to be What's honest. I don't, don't give me money and as a replacement for my child. I would, I would fuck shit up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Final words, practical <laughs> advice, straight to the point. Would you advise this person to go to NYSE and why? Okay. Yes, I would. I would totally advise it. It's, it's an experience that cannot be explained. Yeah. That's the point blank. Yes, please. And most importantly, be open-minded, be open-minded and intentional yeah. about what it is you want to get out of it. Awesome. That would help you. Okay. My dear, if you have, if you have opportunities... <laughs> If you have opportunities, if you don't plan to live in Nigeria, if you want to relocate, you don't need to do it. Bam. You don't need to do it. But if you've listened to everything that we've said and you think this NYC is going to add value to you, yeah. please, it's as much as I did not enjoy it, I don't think I would, I don't think that one year was wasted. I think mm-hmm. that one year mm-hmm. taught me a lot about myself, taught me a lot about Nigeria, taught me a lot about and it's one of the one of those moments that if I ever write a chapter a book about my life would definitely be a chapter a chapter of mixed experiences that you know added value to me today so yeah do it don't do it the choice is up to you alright and with that we have come to the end of this very exciting and enlightening episode of i2sabi podcast yep. thank you guys so much for listening thank you to our guests thank you thank you for me. having me thank i really you. enjoyed myself now i can't get the image of the lady off my head hey, <laughs> <laughs> don't forget to follow us um, across all our social media platforms at i2sabi podcast make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on apple spotify google whatever streaming platform you listen to podcasts on all right, you can also subscribe to our YouTube um, channel. It is i2sabi podcast on YouTube. And rate us. Rate us yeah. on your streaming platforms. When you rate us, other people get to discover content. I mean, who would have thought talking about NYC would be this? I know. We too sabi, Joe. We too sabi. You can also, um, oh, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, follow us across all our social media platforms, i2sabi podcast. Um, we'll see you on the next episode. Bye.
Aitu Sabi is a 27 Productions original podcast. Nana Aisha Salahuddin is our producer. Our audio engineer is Daniel Atkins, and our video editor is Isaac Mathias. Olivia Obuago is our associate producer, and our theme music is by Bangs with a double G. Visit 27productions.co/aitusabi for more information. Walk. 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 Walk.